This is the Financial Compass with Matthew Brunner from Comprehensive Planning Associates. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Matthew provides his clients and prospects with the information that they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now here is Matthew Brunner to help you find your financial direction. Hello and welcome to the Financial Compass. My name is Matthew Brunner. My co-host name is Tony Shore. I'm here from Comprehensive Planning Associates LTD or Compass. If at any point during the show you want to learn more information, feel free to give us a call at 800-339-9252 or visit us online at compass-ltd.com. Hey, while you're at the website, feel free to head over to the radio page, check out our past shows, subscribe to our show on iTunes or Google Play. That way you can make sure you're always kept up to date with our latest episodes. Now, Tony, today our subject is actually a question, and the question is, do couples work together to prepare for retirement? And it comes from a Forbes article from July of 2018 from this year. Now, communication between partners is not always easy. And today, individuals have more demands on their time than ever before. And as a result, the division of labor is often an effective way to get things done. Although, if you're going to go by the chitty-chitty bang-bang maxim, it takes teamwork to make a dream work. So, the question is, is that division of labor the best tool for couples to use when they're pursuing their dream retirement? Well, uh, yeah. I, obviously, I think te- it takes teamwork to make the dream work. But what was the what was what is the question again? Well, the question of the show is: Do couples work together to prepare for retirement? Oh, but that's the answer. Is the, the answer is no. <laughs> and so, what are we di- going to talk about for the rest of the show? Well, we're we going to kind of boil it I've down to this. Yeah, you yeah. have. All right, so let's talk about. I don't know pizza. We like pizza, Tony. <laughs> But wait, and you also mentioned the Dick Van Dyke classic in there with the chitty. flying car, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. One of my favorites as a little kid. I remember watching that with my mom and dad, loving that movie, watching it. You know, they'd replay it on TV once in a while, and I just loved it. What kid doesn't love a flying car, that concept? I, I loved that story. I loved reading that story when I was going to bed at night. I loved yep. watching that movie. Uh, I could not get the rights or I'd be singing the songs right now. I couldn't <laughs> get the rights for the show today. Well, we don't want to hear that anyway, but um, uh, <laughs> you try to sing those songs. I don't know. Uh, but is when it comes to the topic, couples working together to prepare for retirement, is divide and conquer the best tool for couples? Uh, well, it, Preparing for retirement, it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. So requires discipline and consistency over a long period of time. So I, I think it's like a new exercise plan or diet. It can be helpful to have a partner to help you stay on track, hold you accountable, celebrate your successes. And although working as a team has its benefits, the change in the timing and structure of relationships over the past several decades has caused some partners to really pause when disclosing or sharing assets. There was a study done by census.gov and the average age for first marriages for men and women has increased respectively from 23 and 21 in 1960 to 29 and a half and 27.4 in 2017. 
So first-time marriages, other long-term relationships, are often delayed in order for individuals to complete their education and, and start careers. And as a result, they may be more comfortable continuing to make financial decisions independently. It can be kind of a case of, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Ah, I like that one. That's that's one motto I personally live by. Also, let sleeping dogs lie and then never wrestle a water buffalo. Unless you're a trained professional water buffalo wrestler. <laughs> Even then, might not want to do it. <laughs> so is it better to plan for retirement alone or better as a team? Well, in some cases, I think it may really depend, but let's look at some of the, I think just talking about some of these things will kind of help us figure this out. There's the University of Notre Dame, the University of Cambridge. They did these studies on purchasing patterns of couples who were married or in long-term relationships. And the studies compared the types of purchases individuals made when the couples had joint bank accounts versus individual bank accounts. And the researchers found that individuals are more likely to make purchases for goods and services that are practical versus those for pleasure when they share a bank account. And the studies also show that individuals who share an account feel a greater need to justify their purchases and be accountable to their partner. So having a partner can lead to more careful and conscientious spending, which is a very positive result. Well, yeah, and I've certainly had some of those conversations. Uh, It only takes about five to seven awkward conversations about why I purchased yet another Jimmy Buffett album uh, to get through to me. Uh, with my wife. That should really only take one conversation. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I know. (laughs) You're not alone there, Tony. I'm sure most couples can remember an awkward conversation or two related to spending. In addition, for many older Americans who've remarried, the sharing of accounts and sensitive information just may be more difficult. They may not feel comfortable discussing assets due to while complex issues such as responsibilities for children and other family members from prior relationships. There was a 2013 study. It was done by the Pew Research Center. It showed that individuals between the ages of 55 and 64, they're the largest group to remarry. So this is a situation that many people nearing retirement may be involved in. Joint decision-making related to finances may be especially difficult for older adults who have different ideologies about money or bring significantly different levels of wealth to the relationship. Sure. I mean, that could be a real challenge. What if one partner wants to travel in retirement and the other is more interested in just staying at home and focusing on hobbies, volunteering, or watching TV, right? Yeah, well, yeah, that disconnect, it's more common than you might guess. There was another study by nerdwallet.com. It was entitled Study Money, Secrets, and Sluggish Savings Put Couples' Retirement Dreams at Risk. Now, however long and overblown that study's title is, it, <laughs> it did have some decent findings. and it, it was done online by the Harris Poll, and it reveals that despite the financial and emotional perks of being married or living with a partner, when it comes to saving for the future, Americans in a relationship seem to struggle with communication issues. And no. Yeah, well, I mean, no. hey, listen, everybody may, but this is... We, what's another thing we know? Finances can be one of the biggest destroyers of marriages. So yes. really getting down to these communication pieces is, to me, so important. They, they surveyed more than 1,800 Americans in relationships, and they defined that as people who are married or living with a partner. They found that savings in action, failure to share financial specifics with their significant other, and reliance on overly conservative investments 
may be jeopardizing their chances of achieving a happily ever after retirement. Wow. Yeah. I, I, they, they found some really crazy stuff. They found one in three Americans in a relationship, so 33% or 33.3 repeating, of course, uh, report that neither they nor their partner are saving for retirement. That blows my mind. Among the 36% of Americans in a relationship who report that their partner is saving for retirement, roughly one in five say they don't know how much their partner contributes to long-term retirement accounts. That's 23% of them. Or even have a general sense of the total value of their partner's retirement accounts. That's 21% of people. Of the 14% of Americans in a relationship who've been saving for retirement and have a brokerage account, more than two in five, so 43%, say they do not consult with their partner before making trading decisions on their brokerage account. And then this last one, a workplace retirement plan such as 401k, it's the main retirement savings vehicle for 39% of Americans in a relationship. And then that's followed by a bank savings account, which is 31%. Now, despite the absence of tax breaks and availability excuse me, of investments with higher potential returns than cash, more Americans in a relationship use a bank savings account for their long-term retirement funds than an IRA. That's 31 versus 25% respectively. Wow. So what you're saying is that a lack of communication about retirement savings is a major issue for a lot of folks, a lot of Americans, right? That's exactly what I'm saying. It's absolutely a huge challenge for many Americans. When clients come into the office, we work through, I shouldn't say clients, potential clients or people we've just met because the people that become clients, we work on this. So new people come in. We work through this. We do this thing called the color of money risk analysis, which is part of our planning process. Now, much of the data and results can come as a massive surprise to a lot of people, and not only to them, but to their spouses. I know we're up against the break here, Tony. I know we'll be coming back, but when we do, I want to talk about some of the most common saving secrets that couples keep from each other. Wow. Well, that sounds good. And in the business, that's what we call a teaser. (laughs) Uh, kind of teasing what's coming up, but our time is up for this first segment. Is there anything else you want to add though, before we go? I'm going to add something. I always tell folks that are listening this preparing for retirement. This can be overwhelming. It can be nerve wracking. You don't have to do it alone. Visit the website, compass-ltd.com. Call the office 800-339-9252 and take these first steps. Take this color of money risk analysis. It's a very short self-assessment questionnaire. We want to help you prepare for the retirement you've been working so hard for. Go online or call the office. We'll give you directions on how to get that started. Well, I think that's great. Thanks for the financial information. And of course, thanks for that uh, Leroy Jenkins video reference. Uh, You caught that? You snuck that in there. Uh, Not sure how many people caught it or know about that, but uh, I love it when you do that. So thanks for that, Matt. And listeners, stay tuned. We'll be right back with more of the Financial Compass with Matt Brunner after this. Most people plan on taking their social security benefits at one of three ages, 62, 66, or 70. But did you know that there are over 20,000 calculations that could be run to determine the best time for you to file? Call Comprehensive Planning Associates at 203-454-5970 or visit compass-ltd.com to request your complimentary social security maximization report that will help you learn how you can get the most out of your benefit. Hello and welcome back to the Financial Compass. My name is Matthew Brunner from Comprehensive Planning Associates or Compass. If at any point during the show you want to learn more information, Give us a call, 800-339-9252. 
Visit us online at compass-ltd.com. Uh, today, the title of today's show is a question from a Forbes article. It's entitled, Do Couples Work Together to Prepare for Retirement? I think the answer is they should, uh, and that's what we're talking about today. Now, right before the break, you teased that you would share some saving secrets that we maybe couples often keep from each other. Right. It turns out I wasn't teasing. I'm actually going to come through on this. Oh, so, that's good. That's good. I, See, I turned it from an industry term into a play on words. How about that, Tony? Nice. So now, uh, according to, a, there was that study done by the Harris Poll and NerdWallet.com. These are the top three saving secrets that couples keep from each other. Number one, they don't know how much their partner has in retirement savings. Mm-hmm. Number two, they haven't told their partner how much they currently save for retirement. And number three, they don't consult with their partner before making trading decisions in their brokerage account. I checked so, off all three. So I hope my wife's listening. We could get on the same page. Maybe. <laughs> Overall, 30% of Americans in a relationship who report at least one partner is saving for retirement say they don't talk to their significant other about how much money they'll need to retire. In fact, it's not uncommon for people to avoid crunching the numbers. And it may be because it's an awkward conversation. It can often feel like lighting a powder keg, but no matter how bad the news is, the sooner the conversation takes place, the better. Sometimes having a financial services professional involved in the conversation can help with the awkwardness and questions. I, I've met with someone who, the first time I met with them, they were talking, they got mar- remarried later in life, something we talked about before, and when they signed the tax, their tax returns, they filed together. He covers up all his information and she just has to sign her name. That doesn't seem to be a very sound financial oh, strategy oh, to succeed. Yeah. So there's, you know, hey, listen, I'm not trying to talk people into having a conversation that's going to lead to divorce, but taking the small steps and having the right people in place can sometimes help these conversations along. Having a financial services professional may be able to help those things. There's research that suggests that couples prolong having these detailed conversations because they fear that they may not have enough. But waiting to have those conversations can simply make the problem worse and lessen the amount of time and resources available to fix it. So what are some steps that couples can take if they've been avoiding that conversation? Start by drinking some wine. That seems to loosen everybody <laughs> up. We and should just start. recommend yeah. that. What's that? I don't think that's something we should recommend. No, no, you no. You should no. probably stick to the financial advice. <laughs> okay, so, all right, so, <laughs> okay, sorry. But if you don't want to take first step, listen, if you're considering retirement, a few things you and your partner can do as a team. Number one, it's never too late to start. Discuss your retirement income needs and potential sources of income with a financial service professional. They can provide a non-biased opinion, as well as recommendations for your retirement strategy that you may not have identified yet. Uh, Number two, discuss your saving and retirement strategy with your partner. That detailed discussion will disclose your strengths, your weaknesses. It allows you to set goals to potentially increase your probability of success. A financial service professional may be able to help you analyze your risk tolerance, identify opportunities to even help you minimize things like taxes. So, and then I, I would say number three, maintain a healthy lifestyle. Maybe easier said than done, but healthcare is one of the largest expenses in retirement. According to nerdwallet.com and that Harris Poll survey, 
Households average $122,000 of medical expenses between age 70 and death. That's average. And that's, you know, if you consider some people just pass immediately, it can be a lot higher than that. Maintaining a healthy lifestyle that lowers the probability of future illness can play a meaningful role in your financial success. And then the last one, discuss your retirement lifestyle and activities. You know, explore your activities, volunteer work, seasonal relocation, travel. What do you, you know, talk about some of these things, you know, even on a part-time basis to confirm you'll enjoy them. The decision to leave a full-time job you enjoy, it may be irreversible. You may not get back full-time into the workforce. So confirm you have the correct structure to replace the social and psychological success you received at work. Wow. These are great tips. Now, uh, our time is up for this segment. Is there anything else you want to add? A compass. We, Truly, we do planning first, and the planning process is to provide our clients with clarity, knowing that they're going to have a comfortable retirement that they've worked so hard for, and those not in retirement yet, they can do that while still maintaining the lifestyle they want today. How do you do that? Well, visit our website, compass-ltd.com. Call the office, 800-339-9252. Take the color of money risk analysis. It's the first step in that process. It's a self-assessment questionnaire. It's very, very simple to do. It's going to give you a score. Once you're done with that, schedule some time in our office. Come in. It's a complimentary initial consultation. There's no cost. There's no obligation. We're not going to try and sell you anything. We're going to sit down and talk how you take these first steps and turn that into your comprehensive financial plan so that you can have that life you want now and that life you want in the future. Well, I think that's very helpful. Thank you for that, Matt. And listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more of The Financial Compass with our host, Matt Brunner, after this. Do you feel like you need help navigating your retirement? Retirement can be scary, but it doesn't have to be. With our Retirement Income Toolkit, you can get the information you need to help secure your retirement. This toolkit provides valuable information on income planning, asset allocation, tax planning, legacy planning, and more. Receive your Retirement Toolkit from Comprehensive Planning Associates by visiting compass-ltd.com or calling us at 203-454-5970. Hello and welcome back to the Financial Compass. I am your co-host, Tony Shore, and Matt Brunner is here from Compass Financial. I love doing the show with you, Matt. Uh, it's awesome. And this show is good talking about our couples working together to prepare for retirement. They need to be. And earlier in the show, you mentioned a tool that you use with clients, both with couples and individuals, to help determine risk tolerance. Tell us more about that. Okay. So we we're talking about the color of money risk analysis. Now, the basic concept here is the color of money. It helps you organize your assets into red money and green money. And, and visually organizing your assets, it's a way to get a clear picture of what kind of money you have, where it is, and how you can use it best in the future. Wow. Uh, but what does red money mean? I know you've talked about this on the show before, but give us a brief explanation. Sure. I'm sure, you know, we have more listeners all the time, so it always helps to go back over these things. Red assets, red money equals red assets. And red assets may have a higher growth potential than other investment options, but you need to make sure you're prepared to proceed with caution. The investments do not have guaranteed returns and may carry varying levels of risk. So examples of red money would include stocks, real estate investment trusts, mutual funds, etc. So that makes sense. Now, what about green money? Green means go, right? Not quite, not quite. Green money are assets that are subject to less market risk. 
So green money investments are designed to have principal protection. So examples of green money include government bonds, CDs, savings, money market accounts, and cash. So how do you incorporate creating income with this, with the color of money strategy? Typically, retirement assets are meant to do one of two things. They either provide retirement income when needed or, or they pass a legacy on to your family. And creating a retirement income strategy with the color of money, it can vary depending on what stage of retirement a person's in, whether they're pre-retirement, have just you know, are getting ready to enter retirement, if they're already in retirement. Each individual has different retirement needs and concerns, different retirement income needs, everything changes. So this would be very useful for a couple that is procrastinated on having the retirement savings conversation. It gets that picture in their head of where they're at. If they're already in retirement and they're concerned about asset allocations, first of all, allocation should be one of the last things you have a discussion about. And simply put is if you don't understand your plan first, if you don't know what all your needs your wants, your goals, your dreams are, how can you have a proper allocation strategy? So we want to make sure that we have all those things understood and mapped out in the planning phase. And then the allocation, you can kind of back into on historical rates of return. I, I, I don't want to make it sound like it's a brainless operation, but it's, you know, by the numbers, that's kind of how you do it. I first, we, you know, we want to get that income strategy planned out. And then we look at the allocation. In, in some cases, maybe you don't have a current income need and perhaps you're still working, et cetera. And then maybe the allocation needs are, you know, a little easier to do because your overriding goal is growth, right? Sure. So that maybe so, but without doing the planning first, without coming, uh, uh, without getting out those needs, those wants, those those retirement dreams, your current needs. Allocation is the second part of the discussion, the planning sure. parts first. Well, and that's good news uh, to know that we don't have to do this alone. We don't have to plan out our assets on our own. Uh, there's options uh, like a financial professional like yourself to help us. Yeah, I've always, I always say it's a wise approach to calculating your risk tolerance working with a financial professional. One of the greatest things, in my opinion, that a financial professional can do for you is help you understand where you may currently be with your risk tolerance, but also helping you adjust that mentality. Like, so some people, all they've ever known is my grandmother just put her money in the banks all the time. Their, her diversification strategy was having seven different savings accounts. Well, maybe that worked for grandma or maybe you were taking care of grandma not that long ago and you were taking a lot of money out of your, your future retirement to do so. So you have to ask yourself, what were her attitudes towards investing? What are mine? That's going to drive some of your attitudes as to what you're going to do. But understanding how you may react to these things and having a professional kind of working you through that can be a massive plus in helping you achieve the, those dreams you want for the future and not reacting emotionally when short-term blips in the long-term environment happen. So having a financial professional, yeah, they'll help you understand your current risk tolerance, but they'll also help you understand maybe where you need to be or what you're going to have to be facing over the long term to, to achieve those goals and dreams that you have. Sure. Adhering to sound investment principles, such as asset allocation, portfolio reviews, managing risk, it can really help you achieve your long-term success. Yeah, I can see how it would and have that plan in place and do those things. Now, unfortunately, our time is up for this week's show. Is there anything else you want to add before we go today? I'll say it one more time. Visit the website, compass-ltd.com. Receive your complimentary color of money risk analysis. And then when that's done, 
call the office 800-339-9252 and schedule your complimentary initial consultation. We'll sit down. We'll talk about that analysis. We'll talk to about the steps you need to take to put that financial plan in place so you can have that life you want now, achieve that life you want in the future. Also, if you have any questions about today's show, any comments, please do not hesitate to call us 800-339-9252. We'd love to get your feedback. If you have any suggestions about future topics, leave those for us as well. And as long as they're positive. As long as they're positive. Yeah. Well, hey, great show today, Matt. This concludes our time for today's episode of The Financial Compass with our host, Matt Brunner. Thank you for listening to The Financial Compass. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Matthew Brunner at Comprehensive Planning Associates. Call 800-339-9252 or visit their website at compass-ltd.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Insurance products and services, fee-based financial planning, and investment advisory services are offered by Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD. Compass, a registered investment advisor in the state of Connecticut. Securities are offered by Gretchen Brunner and Matthew Brunner through Gradient Securities, LLC, Arden Hills, Minnesota, 866-991-1539. Member FINRA, SIPC. Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD, Compass, and Gradient Securities, LLC are not affiliated companies. Gradient Securities, LLC, and Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD, Compass are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency. Please refrain from posting reviews of your experience as this may be considered testimonials and are prohibited by the Securities and Exchange Commission, SEC. Like should not be considered a positive reflection of the investment advisor services offered by Gradient Securities LLC, GS, and or their investment advisor representatives.